Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook. I'm joined, as always, by John Sheeran. And John, wow. I mean, Mike Lombardi. He, what a guy. He, what a guy. Mike Lombardi, just for those who don't know, he came out and he said, not only is Zach Taylor's seat very, very, very hot, and he's not referring to flatulence, John. He's referring to incompetence. He's not only that, but he's saying he's not qualified to be a college coach, let alone a head coach, because it's such a it's such an exclusive job. It's there's only you know 32 of them. And and he doesn't think that he should have got a shot or deserves a shot. And John, he compared him to David Shula and said he's worse than David Shula. Now, David Shula is not only, you know, worst Bengals coach ever by a lot of people's standards, but also one of the worst NFL coaches ever, right? And he said how, Mike Lombardi said, how Dave Shula won eight games his first two years and Zach Taylor only won six Now, John, you as an analytics guy, you know that you cannot compare errors. Like you can't compare the passing stats, right, from Troy Aikman's career to, you know, like a a Dak Prescott, right? You can't can't take stats from one era and just transpose those onto another. And, And further, further, Mike Lombardi is not the most successful guy in terms of his own track record. So, yeah, so John, what, what do you think of all of this? But, but that's, that's the thing, right? Like, who, who is qualified to say who is qualified and who's not qualified to be a head coach in the NFL? I feel like I've only ever thought about this with maybe one guy, and that was Hugh Jackson with the Browns when he had literally the worst record in head coaching history. I'm not saying that Zach Taylor isn't on that same path at the current moment, but... <laughs> the quote from Lombardi is just it, it's very outlandish and very rash and the the great thing about it all is that he topped it off with all due respect to Zach Taylor but let's just call a spade a spade here and apparently the spade is he can't even get a head coaching job in the American Athletic Conference with at the University of Cincinnati which is ironic because he was starting at the University of Cincinnati back in 2016 Lombardi did not have great success. And by the way, John Sheeran went to the University of Cincinnati. So trying to say that's not a prestigious job. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 trying, I'm trying to like Mike Lombardi. No, I'm, 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 I'm trying to prop up Luke Fickle, the current head coach of the University of Cincinnati. Like I would take Luke Fickle over Zach Taylor if I'm picking a head coach of that program because obviously Luke Fickle did an amazing job with that program. And Zach Taylor, again, has won six games in his NFL head coaching career. But it was just he just went in on him and said, I'll do respect to Zach Taylor. I'm not sure that he has any respect for Zach Taylor because Michael Lombardi, again, a former NFL GM, former being the key word there, you know, if he was good at it, he probably still would have have a job. I remember him him going after the Browns back when they were bad in like the late 2010s. Like it just kind of seems to have a vendetta against Ohio. But I have noticed that any former NFL executive, they're always on the petty side. They don't really have a lot of great things to say about other teams, but it sounds like he doesn't really like Zach Taylor personally. Otherwise, I'm not, I'm not really sure why he would say this well, in this outlandish form. John, it actually sounds like a threat. The way, because look at, look at Lombardi's background, okay? Coaching family, 
Matt and Mick are both coaches in the NFL. He's got the connections. He's from New Jersey. And his favorite show is The Sopranos. I mean, that is a profile of a guy you don't want to mess with. Where did you right, find John? that information? Wikipedia. John, mm. what I'm saying is the guy is like a caricature. of He's like a Simpsons character of a football analyst. That guy, he, he probably has his brother. He has somebody who he wants to put in that position. And he might have the connections to do it. That, that's Look, what I read into all of this. Because I, I, no one can really disagree with Lombardi because the track record kind of speaks for itself. It's just like out of, out of all the head coaches to say this about. I, I don't. I don't know, man. It's just like, can, can you really say this about any of them? Just two years into their head coaching career, like it. It just. I don't know. It. It. It doesn't really sit well. Even though you can't quite disprove it yet, based off the actual results that we can all kind of associate and, and go and go towards. It's just. I don't know. Like. Yeah, I mean, John, if you look at what Zach Taylor just did at the quarterback position. And how Joe Burrow is looking so much better than Andy Dalton. I mean, it's it's amazing what he has done. Like we have a playmaker now. We have we have you know we have hope. And Zach Taylor was there when all of that hope happened. Sure, Joe Burrow is the reason for the hope, but Zach Taylor was present. He didn't he didn't go away. I, I'm running out of ways to defend Zach Taylor, John. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, look, six games. Is is hard. I couldn't win six games in the NFL. Maybe if I had Joe Burrow, maybe. But I'm not sure about it. So yeah, I, yeah, John. Let's let's just move on and talk about other Bengals news because I'm just too upset about this one. Let's talk about we did the linebackers last week. Let's talk about the cornerback position. How is that mm. shaping up? Right. So you remember last year, right? There was there was a few names that you kind of remember: William Jackson the third. You had Mackenzie Alexander. You had rotating terribleness of LaShawn Sims, Darius Phillips. I think you had Tony Brown in there for a couple snaps. It was bad, right? There, it was just a lot of bodies being thrown out there that unfortunately, <laughs> maybe like Mike Lombardi would have some comments to say about these cornerbacks, but they weren't exactly qualified to be on an NFL field. Bengals said, you know what? We're done with this. We want to fix this problem. We don't want to have the situation recur again in 2021 because it just wasn't sustainable. So they brought in Jadobi Awuzie, they brought in Mike Hilton, and they're hoping to get back Trey Wayne. So feasibly, you could have three starting cornerbacks that have never played for the Cincinnati Bengals starting week one in September. And then you have depth and Darius Phillips as your fourth cornerback. You have Eli Apple being signed to the team. He has familiarity with Lou Rumo. And then you have more, maybe like a battle for that six spot. So it has completely changed from last year for a good reason, right? William Jackson was good, but apparently he just didn't like the city of Cincinnati at all, nor its fans. Mackenzie Alexander was decent as well, but I guess there was some disagreement with him and the coaching staff, which is why he was not brought back. So I think it's a solid group, Daddio. It's just a lot of turnover, a lot of new faces, and it's just a matter of how quickly they can acclimate with themselves and with the scheme and how quickly they they can communicate with each other. Yeah, that is what you said about William Jackson. It really breaks my heart, John, because... Is that I out of nowhere? Like, yeah, I feel like, John, I feel like we should. When T. Higgins started riding his bike, he, he not T. Higgins, I'm sorry, Jamar Chase, right? Yeah, yeah. Started, yeah. I mean, that, that shifted his whole perspective. He went from not wanting to be on the Bengals to, you know, wanting to retire here because he rode his bike. I think that the Cincinnati Bengals should provide free bikes. I, I I can find great deals for you, Mike Brown, on Craigslist. You'd be shocked at the deals I can get. 
you buy them bikes, you give them to them, you don't charge them for them. It's they're not Gatorade. I get you know, I can get you great rates. And and they will love the city. It's I think Cincinnati is one of the best places to ride your bike. And I think that is part of the development process that we're that we're ignoring. I, I don't think he has an issue with the layout of Cincinnati. I don't think his perception of it matches what Jamar Chase's was, which was just a flat out farmland. I think he has a problem with the actual people living in the city and the people watching the Bengals games. I think that was maybe his biggest beef. I see. Because at at times, William Jackson would have some moments where he would catch some flack and the fans would be kind of rough a little bit. But for the most part, I don't remember us ever saying that William Jackson was a bad player or was a bust or anything like that. So, And that seems to be what he kind of took away from the whole experience, which I think that was the more surprising part. Well maybe we should have given him some more hugs. Like, I think we should have like a hug day. We have the family day. What if we have a player day where we just mm-hmm. hug all the players and we and we talk to them about their problems. We, maybe we, we take them to a, a movie and, and they can, we can, we can fill in the gaps from their childhood. They're not being loved. John, would that work for you? I mean, would it work for me? I don't, I don't really need all that attention. My, my thing is like, he has a pet pig and Cincinnati's known for having statues of pigs all over the city. It it, it doesn't matter. He, Again, the bike. If he rode his bike and saw those statues, we'd be in a different what, what, situation. What? Yeah. We, we need to move on from William Jackson yeah. because we he has moved move on, on from this team. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you have Trey Waynes, you have Chidobi Wizier, Mike Hilton. That's your starting three. It's a it's a decent group. I think PFF ranked the entire secondary group fifteenth going into the season, which is about right because you just have solid talent but you're not really sure if any one of them is going to be more than just an average starter. But man, if they just stay healthy, like the position got ravaged with injuries last year. It it caused a lot of problems in the defense as a whole. It's why the defense finished in the bottom five again. If those guys just stay on the field, I think the results will be fine. It's just a matter of how deep do they have to go into into their depth in order to make up for some of the losses. Well, you're talking about depth, but John, is Trey Williams a number one corner? No. So who is going to have to learn to be? Who's going to take on the Julio Joneses? Who's going to take on the... I mean, he's going to have to, but I don't know if, what the results are going to be. Yeah, that, that is the biggest thing to me. We, we could have a, a receiver going off every week. And it's just a matter of if Jamar Chase can match it. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, there's some upsetting news. There is some troubling news. And then there is great news. Great news in the Bengals world. John, I want to tell you something. We have one of our longest term supporters. A guy who's been with us through thick and thin. When we were just pencil scribbles on paper, he he went out there. He raised the. You were pencil scribbles. I was always a. I was always a human. Stop making things about you, John. And he he went out there. He 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 supported us. He he funded us. He gave us financial support, moral support, money, all of these things. And not only that, but he, he's always leaving comments. He's always showing his love. And guess what? Now someone is showing him love. Now it is his time. And I am just, I'm just, I'm touched, John. I'm really touched. And so I want to bring him in now. And and Andrew Seiler, welcome to the show. Yes. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Andrew. I feel I feel like we're, I, you know, I've not met you before, but we're kind of like a family already. With dad, Daddy is the dad of the community. I actually, I wanted to officiate the wedding. I, I wanted to do that for you. Yes. And, but but because that was not possible, because your fiance is, I believe she is uh, in the process of preparing for the actual wedding. Yeah. Uh, 
that so I in in that place I want to give you a wedding gift. Okay. Andrew. Yeah. I am going to give you now you're not going to believe this. I'm going to give you $5 in Dadio bucks okay. that you can use towards a purchase of $100 or more on the Dadio <laughs> store. And if your purchase is $500 or more, I'm going to throw in free shipping for you, Andrew. That, okay. is, that is the kind of person that I am. Okay. John, can you top that? I cannot top the sentimental value of that. What I can say is that I would look twice before buying anything on that website. Usually the pictures oh, do man. not match the actual products that end up being shipped. <laughs> free shipping, I would I would actually advise to get free shipping because he does raise the prices on shipping under $500. Gotcha. What I mean, yeah. what are some products? Well, you know, it's funny. We, we had the, originally we had the Dadio and Hoji puppets before yeah. we had the puppets. Yeah, and uh, they were great, but we basically we just bought them from Amazon and we kind of touched them up you know, and then sold them with a, a 5,000% profit. So you support the show, you support us, and you get yeah. a great uh, puppet. But, but yeah, so we're going, to, we're going to have to update the store. Yeah, one okay. of our, another big fan, uh, Johannes, is asking about the Dario store. We're going to, yeah, we're going to get that updated and share the link for you very soon. Awesome. But, yeah, but Andrew, so tell us about love and Bengals and this show and how they're all connected in your life. Yeah, so just a little backstory. I um, fell in love with the Bengals when I was maybe about five, six years old. I I was in love with you know the 05 Bengals when we made that run when Carson messed up his knee, and I was in love with the Bengals in '15. But not only was I in love with the Bengals in 05 and '15, but I was in love with them in '16, '17, and all of the down years. So all the highs, all the lows, and that I mean to me, that's really love, you know. Staying with them in the highs, but also staying with them in the lows. And I love my fiance. We're getting married yeah. tonight, six thirty yeah, p.m. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the this is the high, and yes. it's, yeah, and so just enjoy this. And we we yes. know, yeah, we know that obviously this show played a big integral part part in your relationship. Obviously, oh yes, you watch this together at night instead of uh, Netflix, I imagine. Yes, and uh, yeah, and laugh and and all that kind of a stuff. So I, I feel like I feel like I'm giving you away, giving your your your, your, your hand in marriage. That's what I feel like. And John yes. is basically basically John is officiating it. Well, you I mean, I actually asked my fiance's parents, you were the first choice to be the one to officiate the official wedding. And then well, the church told us no puppets allowed and we got in a whole fight. So it it ended not as I expected, but we're having this, a this, this, is the, this is a great show to not have Hoji on because uh, he's been through this process a few times. It hasn't really worked out. He might give 15, you a whole spiel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, might give you a whole spiel about the value of marriage and stuff. So we, we, we don't need that kind of energy going around. No, here, you don't yeah. want that negative energy. You don't want that the stuff here. Yeah. Andrew, look, congrats. We're so yes. happy for you. Yes. And Thank yeah, a, a very happy and long life ahead of you and to your fiance. Thank you. And 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 also to all of our fans and listeners who are you know obviously they're subscribing and leaving five star reviews. They're showing us love. Just so much, yes, yeah, so much love here. Okay, with that, I'm going to thank Andrew and yes. John Sheeran. And we will see you next time. So long, SVT. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.